Welcome to the Conscious Educator Playground, where we collaborate with trusted educators from around the world to ignite and empower a passionate community committed to revolutionizing education from the inside out. Join me as we create our lives and our cultures on purpose. This is the Conscious Educator Playground. Let's play. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We got our technology going. We've got the Shiva coming on to join us. Welcome, Shiva. And we should have Allison hopefully able to join us. She was uh, navigating kindergartners today or this evening uh, in Florida. So hopefully she'll be joining us soon. And uh, today in the Conscious Educator Playground, we are going to be chatting about um, self-care, self-regulation, self-advocacy, self-awareness, um, all the selves. And um, first, I want to start with um, sharing a little bit about kind of where I'm at. One of the things that I, I preach about all the time and I get to practice it is kind of owning who you show up as. And today I am showing up as, as a proud yet Brokenhearted mama. Um, it's one of those days where um, we we feel the we feel both, and I am feeling both one hundred percent, and I'm somewhere in the middle. And some of that at moments feels like I'm a hot mess. Um, my son has signed the lease on his very first apartment, and uh, we'll be moving out tonight. So um, this is a yeah, this is a big day for, for him. Um, it's a big day for me as a mama. And, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm grateful. I'm proud. Um, this is really good for him. He's excited. He's doing this on his own. Like, it, I could not be more proud. And at the same time, he's my only kid. Like, I'm a mama bear. It's like all, all the feels. So, um, Yes, all, all of that to kind of own who I'm showing up as today. So if I'm a little off or a little overly emotional, um, my nervous system is a little bit um, fired up differently, then, then that's why, just so you all know what, what's happening with me. Those of you that uh, are at or near or have been in the empty nester phase of life, you know that it's, it's a mixed bag, right? It's, it's all of the feelings all mixed up into this big jumbled stew and yeah, we roll with it, right? What, what else are we going to do? So um, yeah, as, as Shiva's internet seems to be kind of going in and out a little bit. But let's, um, let's get started with you guys uh, chiming into the chat. And I want to have you um, talk about, let's, um, I don't know why my, are we really streaming live? I don't know, it just said connection timed out. So let's see if, we, if we're actually streaming live. Sorry, I'm getting different technology bugs coming in. Thanks for bearing with me. All right. So I think we're here now. I think we made it. All right. Shiba, you're back with us. Can you hear me? It is a definitely a, a technology Mercury retrograde day. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna roll with this. Happen. Yes. Yeah. 
for some reason, Sheba and I were just on uh, Zoom chatting and everything was perfectly fine. And now she's got a frozen smile on her face, which is perfectly acceptable as well. Um, at least it's a smile on your face. <laughs> yes. Um, so I want everyone to, to chime in the chat. What, how tired are you of hearing the words self-care or take care of yourself, make time for yourself? How many, like, how tired are you of hearing that? Type in, type in the chat. How tired are you of hearing, just take care of yourself. Just give yourself some self-care time. Just, you know, all, all the things, right? She made it. Yes, I changed devices. So hopefully that will make the difference. Yep, you're here. So, so Sheba, why don't you why don't you start by by answering that, and I'll I'll kind of chime in for mine as well. Is is how tired are you of hearing the words self care, take care of yourself, just make time for yourself, just just self. -care. Sorry, I'm being a little snarky in my tone. <laughs> you can tell how tired I am of hearing it. <laughs> how tired are you of hearing it? Oh, let me tell you, it is exhausting, right? Especially this year, coming back um, in person with students, um, where the last, whereas the last two years it's been virtual, and they're like, "You have to take care of you. You have to take care of you," but the workload doesn't seem to match the "take care of you" rhetoric. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love you to take care of you in air quotes. It's like, ah. Uh. Exactly. One more person say that. Exactly. So that, so I think that that's been, um, especially for, you know, for me and for a lot of my coworkers, it's been a little annoying. It's like, you guys are saying to take care of us, but we can't always rest on the weekends because we have to do, you know, these things to meet whatever district or whatever school mandates or policies, you know, that aren't going away. Okay. And then I, what I've heard, and, and I feel the same way, a lot of my coworkers say is, you know, if and when we do burnout, it's like, well, they should have taken more care of themselves. But the culture doesn't, you know, it doesn't always allow us to do that. Right. So then that phrase seems to become overwhelming because right. it's like, oh, it's just one more thing I have to do. Yeah. It, and then it goes into the shame bat of, I should be, I should be, I should be. Well, that, that's not helpful and it doesn't feel good. No. So when we, when we have those conversations where people are just saying one more thing we should be doing, not okay. Right. Like, like can we just stop telling each other what we should do? And how about asking? How about we ask, what do you need? How can I support you? Who can I be for you right now? When is a good time for me to connect with you? Or, hey, I'm super swamped right now too, but can we schedule time later tonight? I would love to just connect with you as a human. Let's, let's actually dive into really connecting as humans. Because at the end of the day, like, what are we really craving, right? Beyond like a permanent vacation with a beverage in our hand and our toes in the sand. Isn't that a Kenny Chesney song? I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, or, or in a secluded cabin somewhere where no one can find us. Like how many of us have dreamed of a secluded cabin where no one can find us or a private beach where no one can find us. And as long as someone's bringing us some sort of beverage that makes us happy. 
right? <laughs> like, that's the only person I want on that beach. Just bring, <laughs> bring me the beverage I want. Just that's the beverage bringer. <laughs> right. <laughs> like as, aside from, from craving that, right? Which that's, that's the craving we get to when we, it's, it's, we just need to escape from the reality of all things. And let's go level, level deeper, right? And, and so in the, in the next 20 minutes that we have left together, it's like, how do we go deep fast and go, what are we really craving? So Shiba, for you, like when you, when you think about what are we really craving when we hit that point of, I just want to be on a beach where everyone leaves me the frick alone? Um, I feel like, I mean, and I, I know that we always say it, but I think we're craving authenticity. And I think that could be in either authentic connections where people are going to provide that understanding that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. What can I be for you? Right. I think people want, and when I say authenticity to real rest, yeah. not just oh no, it's your time to rest, you know, and take a day off, yeah. but you still have things waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Like I think people, especially educators, want to have that list, you know, everything checked off, everything, you know, underlined, where it's, a, where it's true rest and the worry's not right there, mm -hmm. you know, in the back of your mind. But I think that I, I, I that's what I'm going to throw in. I'm sure yeah. you've got so much more, but I, I think, yeah, it's just that authenticity, right? I, I just want to be understood. I want to feel, I want to feel heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to feel seen, heard, and valued. Absolutely. Right? And I want, I want it to come from an authentic place, right? I think that's a brilliant word to use because if it's not coming from an authentic place, then peace out. Like, I don't even, I don't even need to hear what you have to say. Um, in, because if it's coming from a, <laughs> I said this to my niece yesterday, um, as I knew that my son was getting ready to, to sign his lease today and all the things I was like, I'm, I'm fake fine. <laughs> I'm fake fine. <laughs> like, I'm not really fine. I'm fake fine. Oh, we know when people are fake fine. We know when, we, like, we, we just know. We're like, oh, okay, well, you keep telling yourself that. Um, and when you're ready to be real, like, I'm here, I got you. And so if we can, if we can stop being fake fine, right, and, and really have that person or that place, you know, sometimes that place is in a closet, right? To cry it out, to, to yell it out, to have a pillow, to, like, to scream it into, or like whatever it is that you need, go in your car and turn up your music and, you know, sing at the top of your leg, like whatever you need to truly feel the authentic way that you feel, that's what we're really craving is to, to give ourselves permission to feel that and really have other people see us and go, I see you. I see how much you're busting your ass. I see how, like, this is a lot. Like just that acknowledgement of to go, yes, you're not crazy. This is not okay. And you're a freaking rock star that you're still standing. And like now, how can we actually learn to self-regulate where we can actually give ourselves that versus waiting for someone else to know that we need it? Because that's the thing, like I'm guilty where 
be like, so-and-so just needs to know that that's what I need. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And, that makes sense. And I get into my whole self-righteous places, my ego talking and going, they should just know. And then I start shaming on them when in reality, yeah, sometimes if we're really close to people, we can pick up on vibes and kind of guess what they need. And, and with some of my best friends, we still ask each other, even though we know we still ask. And the reason we still ask is because it is connected to self-respect and being able to allow the other person to honor their boundaries versus being in a people pleaser state. Because if someone comes in and, and I'm having a moment and they come to give me a hug and a hug is not what I wanted in that moment, I will be the last person to push you away from a hug. Even if I don't want it, which is not self-respect, right? I'll, I'll do it from a people pleaser, like, oh, I don't want to reject you. Instead of saying, thank you, but I don't want to hug right now. Can you wait five minutes? I, my own work is to be able to say that versus going in and then going, oh, I really didn't mean that. I just felt icky. Like that didn't help me. Um, where the other person is like, oh, I gave him a hug. I helped him. And you're like, yeah, no, no, you really didn't. And so how are we having those authentic conversations to be able to say, you know, what do you need from me? Do you need a hug? Do you need an ear? Do you need me to listen? Do you need me to go away? Like, and not taking it, it to heart, like, like it's about you. Cause in that moment, it's usually not, it's about the other person. So being able to show up and say, who do you need me to be right now? How can I show up for you? And then listen to what the person says and honor that. Because if we start doing that more with one another, we can actually start developing the confidence, the awareness, the safety to be able to advocate for what we need. Because without that advocacy for what we need, and we teach children this all the time, like you need to advocate. If you need a pencil, ask for a pencil. Don't just sit there and be a jerk in class. Right? <laughs> 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 she, we were laughing. I'm sure you've had that, that kid in oh. class and all of a sudden starts acting like a jerk because they didn't have a pencil. You're like, well, advocate for yourself and ask for a pencil. I hand you a pencil. Like, it's not that deep. So when, when we can actually have that self-awareness, right? I have a need right now. Self-advocacy, I'm asking for that need. Self-regulation, I'm actually nurturing myself through that, that I am safe and I am okay to ask for what I need, to speak up for what's okay and what's not okay. And then, and then to follow through on that. Because we then get to actually give that to ourselves. Because if we're not operating from that self-respect place, then it is going to feel selfish to take time for ourselves because we don't even have a foundation of self-respect because we're just now doing things to make sure everyone else is okay before we're okay. It's not easy. It's not easy. Well, and especially as educators where I think I mean, and obviously it's not a job, you know, it's not one of the job descriptors, but that's just the kind of people that educators are. Mm -hmm. They give of themselves until there's nothing left for themselves. You know what I mean? They give and give and give 
and then they're the last on the list. Mm-hmm. And we know, we all know what yeah. it's like to operate from an abundant cup right. versus an empty cup. When we're operating from an empty cup, we're not our best self. We're not showing up with the, the light and the passion and the purpose and the, all, all the things that we want to be able to give to the world. And so when we're in this space of operating from an abundant cup, because we are asking for what we need, because we're, we're understanding our own hierarchy of needs in order to establish that foundation, which then gives everyone around us the permission to establish their own foundation especially the children that we're meant to serve. And so if, if we're able to be in that space of, I, I honor who I am. And I'm going to ask for what I need. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because the person on the other side of the conversation gets to be responsible for asking them for what they need. It doesn't mean you're just going to be a jerk and bulldoze everyone else and go, what I need matters most. No, it's, it's about having that, that conscious communication. And that's why we talk about the, you know, conscious educator playground is we get to play in this space and, and learn to have conversations through these edges, right? Because it's, it's edgy to say, I appreciate the intention of a hug and I really just need some space right now. Your nervous system may be on fire saying that. And mine probably would be. And I'm in this space of practicing, right? I'm in this space of practicing who I am, how I'm showing up in the world in a way where I can honor myself, which is self-respect. And it's, that is self-care. That is the the foundation of self-care is self-respect. And it is not selfish to ask for what you need. And it is definitely not selfish to take a bath or get a pedicure or any of those other things that are, that are quantified in, you know, the realm of self-care either. So I, I, I want to make sure that, that what you're, you're, you're taking away and, and what you're, you're thinking through is really from the perspective of what do you really, really need? So when someone, the next time someone says, take care of yourself or have some self-care or whatever, you actually translate that in your mind to what it really means to give yourself the foundation of that authenticity and that compassion and that grace for who you're showing up as. Because when we show up from the place of our authentic self, our best self that loves us, right? That loves the unique, amazing human that we are. That's when we really get to show up as the best version of ourselves. And the ripple of impact of the best version of ourselves showing up and owning who we show up as creates the environments that we desire, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, in the classroom, on the playground, anywhere, it's really vital that we nurture our, ourselves in terms of our self-awareness, our self-advocacy, our self-regulation. 
which leads to self-love, self-trust, self-respect, all, all of the selves. There's so many of them. And yet they kind of get brushed under the rug sometimes from this place of, oh, yeah, self-love, whatever. Yeah, whatever, self-care, whatever, self, self. Nope, I got to take care of my kids. Nope, I got to take care of my kids. I got to take care. Yes, and. It's not a yes, but. It's a yes, and. Yes, and. There's no part of, like, what I believe that is anywhere around just tell everyone to go sit down while you take care of yourself. That's that's not, that's not what I believe. That's not realistic, right? <clears throat> it's, no, we, we get to say yes, and. Yes, and I am going to shift my thinking. I'm going to shift my communication. I'm going to shift who I show up as within the container that I'm already showing up in. It's not about adding more to the plate. It's about shifting what's actually happening within you in order to be in charge of the world in which you live. Shiba, what's been the most powerful um, thing? You've been on such this amazing journey of, of evolving and growing as a, as a whole human, let alone as an educator and as mom. <clears throat> what's been kind of a, a really big takeaway? Um, I don't even know if I would call it like an aha, but something that you've, you've integrated into your life that, um, that's not the traditional self-care, but that really honors and gives you the self-respect. Like what's something that you've recently implemented that's really powerful for you? Um, so I think, uh, Sandy, what I've done and that I've never done before um, as a part of my self-care now is allowing myself to just feel whatever it is I'm feeling. Yeah. I think before, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm out of it, but I've always just been in survival mode, right? If I can make it through this week, if I can just make it through this quarter, if I can just make it through the semester, then I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And I never allowed myself to really stop and feel anything because that would hinder, mm -hmm. you know, that would hinder the goal of just making it through. Yeah. So you know, now being so far away from, you know, my home in Vegas for the last 20 plus years, um, you know, having my sons here with me and trying to help them navigate everything. If I'm having a rough day and if I need to cry, I just cry. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, if I know that I need intentional rest, and if I need this 20 or 30 minutes, I just take the rest because that's what I need. That's how I'm feeling. And I think that that has really helped a lot more than pushing, you know, the way I feel aside. And, and I feel like that's what I've done just to honor me. It's so huge. That's been something that, that um, has been a pivotal part in my, my growth and evolution journey as well is that permission to feel, right? Huh. Like it's okay to feel whatever you feel in whatever moment. And it's not easy sometimes. Like my, my programming is to stuff it and deal with it later. Right. Um, that's, my, that's my repetitive programming. And so breaking those habits and creating the habit, the habit of accepting all parts of me and giving myself permission to 
feel through all the layers. Um, you know, it's this layer that I'm in right now of helping my kiddo move into his own place. Like there's so many waves that are, that are happening and I'm just letting them flow through me um, because I'm human right. Right? And, it, and it's okay. And, and the, the sooner we, we model emotion that it's, it's okay in all its forms, the, the sooner we release the stigma and the bottling up of all things that, that then turns into blow-ups, right? Um, <laughs> the more the more we, I don't know how it's been for you, but the more I, I just allow myself to feel, the sooner I'm actually through it. <laughs> and, and I'm back to a more regulated state. The more I hold it, the bigger it gets. And then so then when I finally do release it, it lasts like so long. Right. Versus yes. being like, Oh, that five minute cry just like released like 5 million tons of crap. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and you know what? And I think that's important too. Like I always used to tell my daughter, like, you know, in her first couple of years of college, stop waiting until everything is a crisis, mm-hmm. you know, until you reach out for help, yeah. but not realizing that I was doing the same thing, right? Bottling everything up. And then by the time it does, you know, blow up, I'm going all crazy. And it's like, Sheba, not everything has to be a trauma response thing. You know, it doesn't have to be this dramatic. Let's feel it. Let's work through it. And you're absolutely right. It's so much easier this way Mm -hmm. because now I'm not in survival mode all the time. Yeah. It's so important. So important. And I think recognizing that when we're not feeling it, we are in survival mode. Oh gosh. We are yeah. in trauma response. When when we're stuffing, usually, you know, for me, it's because I've got an unconscious thread saying that I'm going to be judged if I feel. Versus just feeling and crying in front of people. You know, I I quote unquote warned, <laughs> told my son, I said, 100 percent of me is so proud of you, and 100 percent of me is okay with it, with you moving out and getting your own place, 100% of me and 100% of me is going to cry. (laughs) Just, just so you're aware, 100% of me is going to cry and it's not for you to fix. It's not for you to anything. I just need you to give me, you know, the space to, to feel what I feel and you get to feel what you feel because this is a big deal for both of us and we're going to be okay. And that is like, that's the best gift I can give myself through this is to just say, yes, and I'm going to cry. And in the next couple of months, I'm going to be spending a ton of time with my niece. And I told her, I said, I said, I'm, you know, you're just going to watch Tia go through this, like crying, maybe throw up like uh, metaphorically. Right. And she's like, okay, just no throwing up on me. <laughs> I was like, okay, I understand the boundaries. Got it. <laughs> Not that I would. Um, so Really what, what I would love for all of you to, to take away is give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Um, you're perfect exactly where you're at. Don't punch anyone if they say, t- take care of yourself. Just translate it into, I am going to take care of myself by honoring my boundaries and asking for what I need and speaking up for what's okay and what's not okay and being my own advocate and learning how my nervous system needs to be regulated. Because we all know how to regulate 
our nervous systems if we give ourselves permission to actually listen to our bodies and what we need and then honor what our bodies are asking for, what our hearts are asking for, because we're worth it. We're all navigating through this crazy world and it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff, but we're in this together. And I am so grateful um, to you, Shiva, for being on here with me every week. I know that next week you will not be because you will be with your son. Um, and we do have a special guest coming on next week. And we are going to talk about the um, a little bit more about talent dynamics and the frequencies and the profiles. And we're going to talk about really how that leads into how we read, how we grow, how we learn, um, and really thinking through um, getting ready for summer reading um, and, and how can we consume in a way that actually fills our cup versus feels like an obligation. So we'll have our special guest on next week. Um, look out for the email about that. And as always, any questions, any thoughts, um, any comments, reach out. Um, we're here for you and we're all in this together. And I wish you all a wonderful rest of your day, wonderful weekend, and uh, look out for pictures on my social media about my kiddo's new place. <laughs> all right, everybody. Take care. Love you. Thanks for joining the Conscious Educator Playground. Subscribe to this podcast and join our Conscious Educator Playground Facebook group. You can find me at Sandra Marie Herrera across all socials. I look forward to seeing you on the playground again soon. Cheers to another week living your life on purpose. Mm -hmm.